It's pseudo adult things with Denisha and Adrian. because they just supposed to feel really good. I've never gotten a massage. Um, Matt randomly texted me a couple weeks ago and was like, you know what we should do? We should get a couple's massage. Yeah, you should. And I was like, yeah, that sounds like a great Valentine's Day thing to do. And he was like, yeah, I don't know. We'll just find some time when we both are available. <laughs> All right. <laughs> like it's a business meeting. Yeah, like, Okay. <laughs> I was trying to be cute and romantic, but, like, <laughs> sure. No, there's a massage place in Shrewsbury on Route 9, and I've heard really good things about it, and apparently they're really affordable, too. But there's one guy, I think his name is Juan, and he, like, found my friend's, like, pinched nerve that was, like, causing him all these issues going down his leg. He couldn't teach, like, it was a big problem. And he, like, massaged out that entire nerve, and he said the next day he was really sore, but after that, he could, like, walk like a whole new man. Like, he was wow. living his best life. Mm-hmm. All because Juan found it. He got in there, and he just closed into it. I've never gone to a place to get a massage, but my work is so bougie. But we had this lady come in, like, a week, I think, or a couple weeks during, like, the holiday season. So, like, for a couple months, and you could, like, book a little, like, 20-minute or 15-minute, like, appointment. Mm-hmm. And that was my first time ever really getting a massage. And, like, I thought she was going to, like, break me. Like, her hands were so strong. <laughs> and, like, she, like, got in there with her elbow. And, like, I – it, like, hurt kind of, but felt really good. But, like, there was just one time she had, like, her hands on my neck. And I was like, oh, my God, this lady could, like, break me in half right now. It was a little bit terrifying. Was it a Thai massage? Do you know? I have no idea. I think that's what – like the more rough massages massages are or like Thai massages I could be wrong there's a woman I work with like every Friday Sandra's her name and she's super into like fitness and health and her dad's like a doctor he's something where he deals with your body and like the health and well-being of it and he doesn't agree with chiropractors because he says that it's like not good to be breaking your bones and cracking them and stuff I don't know if he's a massage person or not, but she has this massage machine that she brought out from her office, and she plugged it in for me, so I was just sitting at the front desk with, like, this entire back wrapped of a massage machine, and it was, like, getting deep in there, and I felt so good. It was amazing, but she was saying it's a Thai masseur, essentially, because it's more rough. Interesting. Yeah, I like her... That reminds me too, my friend showed us that she got this, um, it's like an acupuncture mat mm-hmm. that you put behind you and it, you just like can sit and it just like, it looks like it would be so painful, but she said that it was great. Are they like with needles that are sticking out? They're not like needles, but they're little like pointy things. Huh. What material is it made of? I don't really know, to be honest. Hmm. It sounds interesting. Yeah, it looked painful, but she said it was great, so I don't know. 
Well, acupuncture is another thing that I would be interested in trying. And Reiki. Anything that would just help my body function normally without pain would be a cool thing. Yeah. Did I tell you the detox is over? How much weight we lost? Yeah. You did. You told me last week. It was exciting. Oh. Well, there's that. Sorry. No, it's okay. I was ex- I'm so excited. I'm sure we gained the weight back, but we went to Garrett's mom's house and dad's house today, actually. And we haven't seen them in a while. And they're both like, oh, how'd the detox go? And I'm instantly like, Garrett lost 12 pounds. <laughs> like, if it's me that lost it. I'm a great influence on your son. Mm-hmm. Uh, I made him do a detox. He lost a lot of weight. He's yeah. doing really great. You're welcome. Yes. He looks great. He feels <laughs> great. I mean, you're welcome to everybody. I'm a blessing to be in everyone's life. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I don't know if you know how lucky you are that I'm here, but it's fine. Not you. I know. Everyone else. I know how lucky I am. I think I'm lucky to have you. <laughs> We're lucky to have each other, let's be honest. All right, and on that sentimental note, <laughs> do you have anything you're curious about this week, Dee? I'm super curious about birth control that you can get online. So, like, a few months ago, I needed to refill my birth control prescription for the year, and it was just something I waited way too long on and I had to make an appointment. But they, by the time I would get that appointment, I would have been off my birth control for a few weeks, which was not ideal. True. So I ended up doing like a walk-in, a Planned Parenthood. It was fine. It was really inconvenient, but I figured it out. But before I did that, I was debating on doing one of those things where you can get your birth control online at the one i was looking at was nurx i don't know exactly how to pronounce it but it's n-u-r-x and i'm just super curious about is that quality is it legit it kind of scares me to put sensitive information like my health insurance or like i think you had to put um like your license and stuff just into a random app and just trust that the people conducting it are legit and not going to, like, steal my information. Mm-hmm. Like, how legit is getting birth control online? I think it's a very millennial thing. Oh, totally. I think it's something that, in theory, is great because it's like Amazon Prime, right? Right? Because it would just be sent to your doorstep. Yeah. And then you don't have to worry about going to the doctor's office or pharmacy to refill it. Yeah. Yeah. I think, in theory, it's great. I would definitely want to know, like, a little bit of research behind it and the reviews of, like, whose information has been stolen from using these apps or this app. I read a lot of reviews, and it didn't look like anyone had any issue with them stealing their information. There was some issue, I think, with people that had very specific health needs Mm -hmm. and just, like, maybe not getting exactly what they needed or that kind of thing. But it did say that a registered doctor or someone would review your application, essentially, and then prescribe the birth control. So, like, you're still being prescribed birth control by a medical professional. Is it just for birth control or is it for other medications? I think that one is just for birth control. Okay, so I'm just not understanding then why other health issues matter i think it was like i don't really remember now because it was a couple months ago but i think it was like they not like were allergic to something in the birth control but i don't know something like weird like that okay 
So it's not for one specific type of birth control either. It's for all birth control. Yeah. Well, besides, like, the Depo-Vera shot, because that's a shot. Yeah, and, like, obviously they can't insert birth control, like a... Like an IUD. Like an IUD, right. Or like an Explanon. Via an app. Okay. But so, it would be for, like, the pill and... Like, a ring. Yeah, maybe a ring. Okay. Maybe patch. Oh, I forgot that exists. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. Seems like a weird thing to me, but I mean... The patch? Yeah. I feel like it's super ineffective. Super ineffective being, like, 93%. Because <laughs> that's, like, the least effective, I think, birth control is. Yeah, I mean, we did talk last week about how your skin is the largest organ of your body, though, and... That's true. Taking stuff in through your skin, so... That's true. Um, yeah, no, I think it's a good... It's a good app. Sounds like it's a good... I don't want to say futuristic, because I'm sure plenty of people use it now, but good practice. I mean, I think it's great for it to be a way for, like, to make medication and healthcare more available to people. Mm -hmm. So I think that's great, but I don't know. It just is it legit. Yeah, I would be weary of it, too. It's also one of those things, though, that I would probably do it if I was in a pinch. And then just pray that nothing bad happened. <laughs> like, I... I do that with a lot of things that I probably shouldn't, but I also feel like if you read the reviews and nothing negative was in the reviews, then you're probably more than fine. If you read the reviews and it was like, this happened, this got stolen, I got the wrong birth control sent to me, like that type of thing, then I would just not do it. But if there were no bad reviews, I would probably try it and go from- I think that would be my biggest concern, would be like- if I'm on this type of pill and they send me a different type of pill. You know what I mean? Like a pill with estrogen instead of... With estrogen? With estrogen instead <laughs> of testosterone or whatever the hell they put. Progesterone? I think it's progesterone. Progesterone. Yeah. yeah. Like if they sent me the wrong type of medication and then I just don't know. And then how do I deal with it? Because it's not like I sat with the doctor face to face. I trusted a doctor that was online. Yeah. I didn't try it. I mean... I my prescription's filled for the year now. I'm good, but... Oh, well, someone else try it and let us know how it goes for you. <laughs> I would love to hear. Please let me know. Yeah. We interact, so just comment or send an email and we'll talk about it because I truly do want to know. Cool. <laughs> good thing to be curious about. I'm over here wondering about, like, watermelons and mangoes. You've got some life-changing stuff happening over here. <laughs> I mean, birth control is no joke, you know? Like You're you... telling me... <laughs> You want that to be effective and legit and serious because you're taking it for a reason, you know, not just for kicks and giggles. Like, yeah. It's not just like a vitamin like we were talking about before. Like, is this helping me? I don't know. Like, your birth control has a job and it should be doing that job. That's... Mm. <laughs> Preach. No, I agree. That's also the why I chose to have the... I think I have Kylina. What's Kylina? It's an inserted IUD. Oh. But it's for women that have not had children yet. So it's smaller because my cervix has not been as expanded as women that have had children. I think it's effective for three or five years. One of the two. I should probably find out, but it's one of those two. But because when I was on, I think I was on Nexplanon. Which one came first? Nexplanon or Implanon? Implanon was first. Yeah. Implanon was great loved Implanon. It was in my arm for three years, never had a problem. They changed the formulas to Nexplanon, 
and I just had my period for like months and not like cute light spotting days <laughs> it was a freaking massacre just months and my doctor was like oh well, we'll put you on the pill to help regulate it and I was like sure let's have double the dosage of hormones inside my young adult body and see how my hormones react to it and um my period regulated which was great but I forgot to take the pill all the freaking time and I had the alert on my phone. Like, I put it on my phone. I had the calendar. And it was always, oh, I'll get up and do it in a minute. Or, like, oh, I'm, like, comfortable laying in bed. And I wake up so early in the morning that, because they say you're supposed to take it at the same time every day. Mm-hmm. And so on the weekends, I'm not waking up at 4.45 to take a pill. But weekdays, that's when I wake up for work, so it's no problem. So then I was like, oh, well, I'll do it in the afternoon. Like, 3 in the afternoon sounds good. No, you're in the middle of your day. You're doing stuff. You're busy. Long story longer. I always <laughs> forgot to take the pill. I'm grateful I had a original form of birth control, but Kylina is definitely the way for me right now. I don't have to think about it. It's in there. It hurt a fucking ton putting it in. Did it? That kind of scares me. That's why I haven't gone in IUD because it just makes me nervous. So people lied to me and they were like, Oh, it's just a pinch. It doesn't hurt. It fucking hurts. Um, It's not, like, a long-lasting pain, but, like, tears came out of my eyes when it was going in. Because they're putting it into your cervix. Like, nothing goes up that deep. Is it, like, a surgery, or do they just, like, insert it? They just insert it. Oh, okay. Yeah. They gave me a pill to take in the morning to numb the area, like, inside my cervix. So it wouldn't be as sensitive, and then they put, like, a numbing gel on the thing that they put inside your, like, vaginal canal to also numb it from the inside. So two different forms of numbing, and I still cried. I thought, like, an IUD was a surgery. Is it not? No, and not a surgery, and I'm not a doctor, so, like, don't quote me, but to my knowledge, not a surgery that they, like, cut you open and put it in. No, you go to your OB and you put your legs up like you're getting your pap smear done. And instead of using the crank that they use for the pap smear, actually, they kind of do use that crank because they have to like prop you open. And then they put the scope in and then there's almost like a needle and a thread. And the thread is the birth control, is the IUD. And then they just insert that bad boy in there and they go nice and far and deep up. And then they like, and it, that was like a popping sound of like the thing releasing <laughs> and then my control was in there and I then the they thank you I try um, and then they release it and then the birth control's in there Oh, yeah it's not bad it really is only painful for like maybe 20 seconds but that 20 seconds is like a painful 20 seconds yeah like I don't know why I thought it was like a surgery like more of a process um, I think when they first came out, it might have been. Oh, okay. Because when they first came out, they were meant for women that... IUDs, when they first came out, were meant for women that already had children. Because it has to do with your cervix. Mm. And because women that already have children already have a wider cervix. Because it's been stretched out for a child to go through. And that's the other reason why it hurts so much. Because I've never had a child. So my cervix has never experienced anything like that. So, it's only 20 seconds of pain for, like... 
five years of safe thinking. <laughs> like, I don't have to worry about it. And it's one of the most effective forms of birth control. It's like 99.9 effective. Whereas the pill is like, I think 97%, like the same as condoms. And then Nexplanon, Implanon, and then IUDs are the top. So one of my friends told me before that she, when she had an IUD, her partner could feel it when they were having sex. Yeah. That's a thing. Yeah, so it's because there's a string on the bottom of the IUD so that you can self-check to make sure that it hasn't Move. become unlodged mm. and move through. Because that's a fear, too, is that it can remove itself from blocking that part of your cervix and then go up more towards... They say that it can puncture your uterine lining. Ooh. And that's why you have to sign the consent forms and they're not at fault if they mess it up. Sign your life away. Yeah. That's why I also asked my doctor, how many times have you messed this up? <laughs> and she was like, none personally. And I was like, okay, so I'm not going to be the first one. We're going to get this. And that's also the fear. You don't want to move because you don't want them messing anything up while they're inside you. But yeah, there's a string and it feels like fishing wire, but... As it's inside you, um, the material not decomposes, but softens. So it's always there, so you can always check to see if it's um, properly staying where it's supposed to. But, I mean, if if her partner went far enough up into her, he would feel it. Interesting. I'll probably look at this up, but Garrett felt it. Um, when we when, After I first got it, he felt it because it poked him. And he was like, ow. And I was like, what? <laughs> And he was like, something poked me. And I was like, that's the string. And he was like, I was like, all right, we're done. It's fine. <laughs> you seen any good movies lately? <laughs> yeah. Move on real quick. Yeah. yeah. But it softens. It shouldn't be hard like that for a long time. Maybe like a month or so. And then it start, starts to soften up. And then it also moves inside you. So like if something's going inside you like that, it'll move to the side. So they'll still feel it, but it won't be like a puncture feeling because it's a soft material now. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, I use the Nuva ring if anyone was curious. But I, I like it. it. Yeah, it's like a good, like, you put it in for three weeks, take it out for a week, put it in for three weeks, take it out. And it's like a good kind of in-between of not having to think about it every day. Mm-hmm. But also you can kind of, like, check it yourself, take it in and out as you need to. Mm-hmm. So it works for me. It's good. There, there's definitely more control with it. I think when you're in a committed relationship... Nuvarings are a good option. I think when you're single and you're hoeing around, <laughs> not the best option because they can fall out. Because some people leave them in when they're having sex. Yeah. And then that can just be messy too. And who's my baby daddy? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I guess you just have to be like aware for that part. But yeah, I agree. Things are going through. Yeah, you want to take that? <laughs> Yeah, so I got a second job. I'm going to be a server, which I've never done, Mm -hmm. and then I'm going to cross-train to be a bartender, which I've also never done. Make that money, honey. Girl, I'm trying. (laughs) I'm definitely trying. (laughs) (laughs) But so my question or thought process while I'm doing this is how hard is it going to be? Because as I'm telling people that I got a second job because I'm excited because it's just more money for me, um, people are like, oh my god, how are you going to do it? And my thought process is that it's not going to be that much harder because I went to school full-time and worked full-time. I can't see being a server slash bartender being more complicated than being a full-time student. And, like, no shade to service and bartenders, but, like, there's no homework. And, like, you go into work 
you do your job for however many hours, and it's only part-time. Yeah. You do your job for however many hours, you make your money, you go home. There's nothing you're taking home with you. I'm not locking books around. For sure. You know? But people's reaction is just, like, they're astonished. Like, they can't believe that I'm gonna... And I'm like, I don't have anything else going on in my life. Like... Also, a lot of people have two jobs. Like, that's not a crazy That's what I thought, too. But then I realized that I don't know a lot of people that have two jobs. I mean, I did when I first graduated. For me, it was super draining, but also that was partly because I was just so over working retail. That's fair. And so it was more draining, I think, because I didn't want to be there. Yeah. Than because it was a second job. Now, those were both retail jobs, or were they? No, JJ was a retail company, but I was working like as a graphic designer on their social media team so it was like a nine to five office job and then I would go to DSW a couple days a week after work from like six to nine or ten okay yeah I'm excited like it's something that I've never done before it's completely different than my six to two thirty <laughs> but I don't have to think while I'm doing it you know what I mean? Like, yeah, and also it's nice that you work 6 to 2.30 as your normal job because then you have more of, like, a daytime window. Like, yeah. Because then you can work maybe 3 or 4 to, like, 8 or 9 or something like that. And then you're not working till, like, midnight. Right. And that's what I told the hiring manager when I interviewed. So this whole thing happened really quickly because I went out for Starbucks with my mom And while I was waiting for her, I printed out my resume at Staples, and I was like, I'm just going to drop the resume off at the actual restaurant, because I saw the posting on Indeed, but it said it was posted 30 plus days ago. So my thought process was, it's an old posting, they're not hiring anymore, they just forgot to say that it was fulfilled on the website, and I don't want to sit there and wait for an email when I could just go to the restaurant and ask in person. So I submitted it online, but I also printed it with the intention of bringing it to the restaurant. The restaurant doesn't open till three in the afternoon, which was perfect because I had time. And then I just went in maybe at like four and asked for the hiring manager. And the I think he's probably like the floor manager was there. And he talked to me for like maybe two minutes that he had told the hiring manager that I was there, but he was in the middle of doing something. And he was like, just give me a minute. And I was like, that's fine. Take your time. Yeah. Sat at the bar, had a water. And then... The first manager went away, and maybe 15 minutes later, the second manager, the hiring manager, came out, and he was like, oh, like, come have a seat. And I was like, okay, cool. And I planned on just giving him my resume, and he looked at my resume, and he was like, we'll just do an interview. And I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. So then I texted Garrett, and I was like, I'm doing an interview. And Garrett was like, what? <laughs> and then at the end of the interview, he was just like, I could tell you that I'm going to call you back, but I know that I'm going to hire you. So when can you start? And I was like, oh. Yes. All right. That's um, a great, such a great feeling when they're like, great. So um, can you start tomorrow or like, yeah. what's your schedule? Like, <laughs> but Yeah. And that's what I always said is like, I struggle getting jobs. I know it's not just me. I know it's everyone looking for a career in the typical nine to five field is struggling getting jobs, especially when they're new. Yeah. But if I can get an interview, I can get a job. Yeah, it's like a hard process just to even get in the office and like get in front of someone. Right. Because a lot of people are great candidates and once they get in front of someone they can prove that. 
but it's just like getting to the point where you can show someone that exactly and that's what maybe two nights before I was talking to Garrett and I was just venting because I was like I don't know what to do I I struggle with being in a position where I'm not in control especially when I've done everything that I have control over and now just all the fates are in the hands of the other person I hate that and that's what the job process is of finding a new job. I can have an immaculate resume, have an immaculate cover letter, submit the application on the first day of the job posts. I can call and follow up. After that, it's in the hiring manager's hand to pick me. There's nothing I can do. So, like, that whole thing, not a fan of. Yeah, and Garrett really was frustrating. Yeah. And Garrett was like, well, if you can get your resume into the hands of someone, like physically put it in someone's hand, you'll have better luck. And I was like, the job that I want, I'm like, what am I going to do? Go to their headquarters and be like, hi, I'm Adrian Weed and I would really love to work for you. Here's my resume. No. Like, I don't even know how their home office works, like how I would get into the building. Like, it's just not a corporate type of office that you would do that in. But I could do that for this job. You'd be ballsy, though. I think you should. I just... <laughs> So I looked online. <laughs> Google's, do people go to offices to ask for a job? Well, so I looked online to find out where their headquarters were and, like, who I would need to speak to specifically to get a job in this department of that company. And nothing is listed. And normally they have, like, company directories with, like, an extension for a person. No, they just have a main line. Mm-hmm. And anyone you want to contact in that home office you have to contact through the main line. Have you tried to call the main line and be like, hi, I'm looking to... I was going to do that Monday. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm nervous. You should try. Be bold. I know. I know. There's nothing I, mean, I can easier lose. easier said than done, but... Well, no, and there's nothing for me to lose either. Like, what's going to happen? Yeah, totally. Worst thing they say is like, oh, I can't connect you or this person's busy or no. Exactly. Then... Okay. At least I tried. Yeah, I think I'm going to try tomorrow. You should. Mm-hmm. Hope for the best. But yeah, I got a second job in the meantime, and I'm just hoping that it's not going to be, like, too much, like, too, too hard. I think you just have to be realistic about how many hours a week you can really contribute to that second job. Like, as someone who juggles, like, freelance, and, like, I've talked about Bumble and, like, stuff like that, it can be really hard when you just, like, want to come home and do nothing. I mean, I think for you it'll be easier because it's like you have to actually go somewhere as opposed to, like, for me doing freelance, it's something I can kind of, like, push off and, like, Uh, procrastinate a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, But when you have to just, like, show up to someone and somewhere and be there from, like, this hour to this hour, then it'll be easier. But I think, yeah, you just have to be realistic with yourself about, like, how many hours can I actually work? And I feel like that's something you can kind of manage and adjust as you go yeah I told them I could do I think I said like 20 hours um and that's including like nights and weekends and he seemed okay with that so I'm hoping that that's how it works out because it's like a no- that's like a normal part-time that's like how much I was working at DSW when I was like full-time in school I did like about 20 hours a week yeah because regular full-time is 40 hours so yeah to be part-time is 20 yeah I mean some people are like 20 25 depending on like some people some people ask for like a little bit more but i feel like if it was 
I feel like if it was my sole income, different story. Oh, totally. But where it's just a secondary income that I need, don't get me wrong, I need the <laughs> income. Um, but where it's a secondary income that's meant specifically for saving so I can get my stuff together for the next year, I think I'll be okay with just building at 20. Yeah. Because nothing is coming out of that money, like taxes, but... That's also, I had an idea for a whole different episode, which maybe we can talk about next week, but how taxes work, or like, with waiters, servers, I know you had that thing last year when you did freelancing. Oh yep. yeah, we can definitely talk about that. I, it's another thing I've been procrastinating, I need to do my taxes. <laughs> I think I have all my forms, I just caught a bunch of forms i got a form from like my current job we got a form from my old job and a bunch of things and i'm like oh yeah that's a thing i should i should do my taxes yeah <sighs> that's a whole different episode i have some stories i tried to do them i'm gonna hire someone i did mine through credit karma last year and it went pretty well do you feel like you got your full return um i well <laughs> i owed money because freelancing of, of freelancing yeah but I also, this was just like a whole thing with my parents and stuff, but like they ended up having someone else do my taxes because there was just a miscommunication. Oh. Um, but basically that person gave me about the same numbers as what TurboTax gave me, so I feel confident in it. TurboTax or Credit Karma? Credit Karma, sorry. No, it's okay. I was just wondering. Yeah, I did it through Credit Karma and it was completely free. Oh, okay. So, all right, cool. Yeah, because I did mine. But I was a student all of last year, and I feel like students are supposed to get more money back, especially when you pay out of pocket for school, which I had to pay out of pocket for my entire last semester. TurboTax was like, here's two cents. And I'm like, nah, fam. (laughs) (laughs) This isn't supposed to, this isn't how this is supposed to go. So we need to figure out what the issue is here. Yeah, taxes are tricky. I think that's definitely a whole new episode. 100%. All right. Well, how are we only at 33 minutes? Because we didn't spend 30 minutes talking about our week. <laughs> <laughs> like we did last episode. Uh, we only have things worth noting left. It'll just be a short episode, I suppose. For things worth noting this week, I had... It's called Simple Health, and their Instagram is at Simple Health. It's similar to our things that we're curious about. It's online birth control or access to all my birth control this girl masako that i follow she's like a i don't know if she's like the brand not ambassador maybe the social media person for spread girl love lily sings like company organization that have you heard of spread girl love no no okay do you know who lily Singh is no okay cool <laughs> um so lily Singh is who I aspire to be and just all around admire as a person. She's someone that struggled with a lot of mental health issues and she started out on YouTube as a content creator and she just completely grew and orchestrated an entire company and production agency for people that have less representation in media and one of the things that she cares about is equal opportunity to education and so she started a girl love foundation which is just women empowering other women and women uplifting other women and Masako is one of the women that works for her in that part of her company and so I'm pretty sure that I heard 
like in a video or something that Masako works strictly for girl love. She might do other things for her like YouTube company, but I know she worked a lot with girl love. And so anyways, I follow Masako, I follow girl love, and Masako got like a brand deal with this Simple Health organization, and so naturally I clicked the link and looked into it, and it was online access to birth control, similar to what you were talking about earlier. And my comments for it are the same. I think it's really progressive, it's really forward-thinking. I think it's a really great opportunity for people that don't have typical access to healthcare. Like, you, you live in the city. Like, it's hard for people in the city to, like, get from one place to the other because you have to take so many different forms of transportation. It's not like me where I can just get into a car and drive to my doctor's office 15 minutes down the road. It, they just make personalized healthcare as well, and they just make it easier for people. So they take into account your health insurance and what type of birth control you're on, and you're working with licensed medical doctors, but it's all based online. I just think it's a really good company, really cool thought process for the modern woman. Interesting. Yeah. Love that. What about you? Cool. So my thing worth noting is an app called Albert and it's a money app. I love my money apps because I'm trying to learn more about my money and be better with my money and know where it's going and save more money. Cool. Cool. Um, so Albert helps you keep track of your money and, uh, on the homepage, it, it gives you savings. So it uses smart savings. So it looks at your bank account and what you're spending money on. And then it will just like take little chunks and save it for you. And you can set up different things that you want to save money for. So it auto sets up like a rainy day fund for you. And then you can add different ones. And so I have almost $400 in my Albert savings just chilling. And then you can take it out whenever you want. So it's a savings app. Uh, yeah, it's a savings app. And then it also shows you like your spending history, like what you're spending money on and your bills and uh, kind of budgets for you. Like it tells me I have X amount left to spend this month. Uh, so do you put in your projected income? Uh, yeah. Well, so you put hook up your bank account so it can see what's being like deposited and taken out of your bank account and like where it's going. Okay. So like in my spending history like these are all the things that i purchased oh. in the last okay. whatever um month or so it does it by a month but then you can also look at like the last three months where has my money been going it makes a nice little pie chart for you <laughs> so you can see how much you've been putting in each section like groceries or household it always tells me that i spend more because it'll give you like uh, little cards in the front there aren't any right now because i like swiped through all of them earlier but mm -hmm. it'll tell you like you spend x amount on groceries this month and the average person spends this much um because well, it, it'll give you like you spend x amount on groceries this month that's six percent and the average person spends two percent <laughs> or whatever and i don't know why i always spend more on food like groceries and bars and stuff than the average person. I feel like for that you would also need to take into account like what demographic are they considering the average person? Well I think like does it go by your age range? Actually that's a good question. I'm not sure if they have. Let me look at my profile. Just because when I think about how much I would spend on groceries or bars and restaurants I'm gonna spend more than like my mother. Yeah I mean it does have 
it has like my my birthday in here it asks if you're married if you have how many kids you have um what your credit score is that kind of stuff so like it does take into consideration all that stuff oh but the cool thing about this app also is that it has albert genius so you can text them and like a person will like text you back like you can ask a question about like how do i refinance my student loans and it'll like give you information on that kind of stuff oh my gosh that's so cool yeah um it tells you about like renter's insurance and investment accounts and so you can like it's albert genius is your human financial expert on demand is what it says how long have you been using it since november oh okay so it's been a bit and do you feel like it's helped you financially like pay attention to where your money's going i feel like yes and no like it's it's good to know but also just in general i've been more kind of like aware just because i'm like budgeting on here but then also like on paper okay. trying to but i think the thing that it's been really good at is this like smart savings thing okay because now i'm like i have money like my friends are planning on doing like a weekend trip next weekend and i'm like now i can pull from my rainy day fund the money for that oh okay and i don't have to be like wow i don't have like an extra whatever just sitting in my account but i have it here in my albert account oh okay i like that yeah and then your savings does it break it down into individual parts of savings like if you have like a rainy day fund and then like a vacation fund and then like a new car fund is it all under savings or is it you have x amount in each one of those funds you have x amount in each one so it'll pull out a little chunk say like 20 dollars, and then it'll put like a chunk towards your rainy day, a chunk towards your vacation, chunk towards whatever, depending on, because when you make a goal, you can set up when you want to achieve that goal by and like what the money amount is. So then it'll give more or less towards certain goals. Oh, okay. All so right. it doesn't just give you the same amount. Like it doesn't just split it up evenly. That's what I was wondering. Yeah, it splits it up based on when you want to achieve that goal and like how much money you are looking to get for that goal. Nifty. I like it. Yeah. What is it? Albert? Albert. A L B E R T. Nifty. Help save money. Yeah. And go to Simple Health to get online birth control. <laughs> Take care of your body, take care of your money. That's it. 2019 goals. <laughs> All right, I think that's a wrap for this week. I'm Adrian. And I'm Denisha. This is Pseudo Adult Things, and we hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week. Bye. Bye. Find us on all the things. Oh, just kidding, not bye. <laughs> uh, yeah, find us on all the things Instagram, Facebook, we are at Pseudo Adult Things. And Twitter, we are at Pseudopod. Oh, update, we're on Spotify. Guys, we're on Spotify. What, what? Hey. So now you can find us on SoundCloud or Spotify if that's easier for you. I'm a Spotify gal, so. I am too. Are you? Yeah. Yeah, I love Spotify. Yeah, Matt recently started using my Spotify because I have Spotify Premium. Yeah. <laughs> Which, um... Yeah, now it's like a whole thing because I start listening to something and all of a sudden it stops playing because he starts listening to it on his device. Oh my goodness. That, not that it's the same, but my Bluetooth is set up to Garrett's car and my car. 
so when he's driving close enough to me, my Spotify will just stop playing in my car and connect to his Bluetooth and play in his car. And I'm like, mm-hmm. can you just drive, like, ahead of me far enough so that I can listen to my music, like, yeah. peacefully? That's nice. Also, all my, like, auto-generated playlists that are, like, your, like, mix of, like, whatever, like, the things that you like are all messed up now because it's, oh. like, some of it's his music, some of it's my music. And I'm like, oh. uh, side note, Khaled 